وأقول في القرآن ما جاءت به آياته فهو الكريم المنزل وأقول قال الله جل جلاله والمصطفى الهادي ولا أتأول الحمد لله رب العالمين له الحمد الحسن والثناء الجميل وأشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له يقول الحق وهو يهدي السبيل وأشهد أن محمدا عبده ورسوله صلى الله عليه وعلى آله وأصحابه والتابعين لهم بإحسان إلى يوم الدين أما بعد مرحبا يا طلاب العلم Welcome students of knowledge يا طلحة So inshallah ta'ala today we have the fourth majlis This is our fourth majlis inshallah ta'ala And in this majlis what are we going to talk about? Allahu Akbar Ibrahim Has it Siyamu Ahlil A'adhar we're going to do the fasting of the people who are excused. They have udhur, shara'i. The religion has given them an excuse. And how many people are they going to be? Ahlul A'adhar, how many types? They are five people. Ahlul A'adhar are what? Five, inshallah ta'ala. The first one is al-maridu, the person who's ill. Each one we're going to go through, inshallah ta'ala. Al-maridu, the sick person. Write this down. Al-Maridu, the sick, per- sick person. Everyone watching, write this down. Al-Maridu is the sick person. Number two is Al-Musafiru, the Musafir, the one who's traveling. The one who's traveling. The third one is Al-Ha'idu Al-Nufasa, the women who are on their menstruation or their postnatal bleeding. Okay. Number four, Al-Hamilu al the woman who is pregnant or the woman who is what? The woman who's pregnant, or the woman who is a breastfeeding. The fifth and final one is Al-Mughma'alihi, the one who faints, وَمَنْ كَانَ فِي حُكْمِهِ and the ones who take his ruling. He faints, he becomes unconscious while he's fasting. So we're going to go through each one and the situations related to it, inshallah. Inshallah ta'ala. Awalan, the first one is Al-Maridu. We have to understand is al-maradu naw'an. The illness is how many types? Two types, inshallah ta'ala. The first one is man bihi marad. Yurja zawaluh. The person has an illness. There is hope, inshallah ta'ala, that they're going to get better. It's maybe you got a fever. You're coughing. Upset stomach. If you're sick, you cannot fast today. This is a, a, a fast a illness or a sickness. Yurja zawalu. Yurja. There's hope, inshallah ta'ala, that it's going to go in Allah al-Kareem. This one, which is al-maradu alladhi yurja zawalu, the illness which inshallah ta'ala, we hope that it's going to go, the person breaks their fast, of course. And they have to bring it back another time. And the evidence for that is, man kana maridhan, aw ala safarin, fa'iddatun min ayyamin ukhar. Anyone who's ill, sick, or is a traveler, they have to bring it back another time. So, simple as. The second type is The person is sick, but this illness, we're not expecting the person to cure. So the first one is called acute. Acute. And the second one is called a chronic illness. Chronic illness means it's a terminal illness. And this person is going to have this illness. This person is diabetic. We're going to come to that one. Diabetic is a person who's what? 
he is blood issues. Okay, they take tablets. They have diabetes. In here, in here, al maridu ladi la yurja zawalu zawalu maradhi. In here falls the under there, as Ibrahim just mentioned, al Shaykh al Kabir. صح. The elderly person. Ibrahim got it right. Al Shaykh al Kabir will fall under here because he, that person has an illness which ages. Uh, it's an illness once you reach that age time. There's so much complications and lack of يعني, ability comes into place. This one, فهذا أيضا قد اتفق أهل العلم the scholars, huh? Brothers and sisters, pay attention. The scholars unanimously agree on what that that person and لهم الفطر the elderly person, the one whose illness is, is a chronic illness or a terminal illness, that person can break their fast. The question here is, of course. You don't, you don't have to fast. Because you fall under the ayah from وما كان منكم مريضا أو على سفرين فما كان منكم مريضا أو على سفرين لكن هل عليهما فدية أم لا؟ Is the نقاش إبراهيم was the question. So there's no question about bringing it back. Did I say bringing it back? I recited the ayah, but then I said you have to bring it back another time. If I did, I'm mistaken. If the person has a chronic illness, Ibrahim, Jazakallah khairan. If I said that you have to bring it back another time, no, they don't. That's a chronic illness, right? They never have to bring it back. Okay? They don't have to because their illness is chronic. Jazakallah khairan for that to be. But is there a fidya on them or is there not? Fidya means they have to feed the poor. Or is it not on them? There's a discussion amongst the ulama on this. The rajah of the mas'ala is there is a fidya on them and there's no qada on them. They don't have to bring it back. There is no qada, but there is fidya that's upon, upon them. Um, every single day, they have to what? يفديani, Every single day, what do they have to do? Fidya of their fasting. Every day, one miskin. And this is the call of Akhtaru Ahl al That's why Allah said in the ayah, وَعَلَى الَّذِينَ يُطِيقُونَهُ فِدْيَةُ طَعَامِ مِسْكِينَ Based on that ayah. Abdullah ibn Abbasin, رضي الله تعالى عنه, he mentioned, لَيْسَ مَنْسُوخَ This ayah, some people think it's مَنْسُوخَ. That's abrogated when the ayah, uh, abrogated this, but that's not right. He said, Abdullah ibn Abbas said, the ayah is not mansukha. Because according to the scholars is, Now if we can bring the evidences together, we have to find a way to reconcile between them, rather than saying one, as, one has abrogated the other. So Abdullah ibn Abbas said, ليست منسوخة هي للشيخ الكبير. both of them cannot fast. The elderly woman and the elderly man, they can't fast. Okay? Every single day, they have to give fidya. Brothers and sisters, pay attention here. They have to give fidya. That's what Imam al-Bukhari mentioned. What about the love of Bayhaqi, Ibn Abbas, said that there's no ruqsa for anybody else. إلا للشيخ الكبير الذي لا يطيق الصيام والمريض الذي علم أنه لا 
He doesn't, he, not, he knows that his illness will not go. So the elderly man, the elderly woman, and the person who is sick, and their sickness is basically terminal, this ayah applies on them. Ibn Abbas mentioned that. Okay? Um, and this is important that we understand that. By the way, keeping in mind, Ibrahim, you, will know, you should know, وَلَا يُعْلَمُ And it is not known that Ibn Abbas, Ibn Abbas, وَأَلِسٍ رَضِيَ اللَّهُ عَنْهُمَا مُخَالِفٌ مِنَ الصَّحَابَةِ فِي هَذِهِ الْمَسْأَلَةِ So it's not ijma'ah. And Ibn Abbas, what he just said here, and what Anas ibn Malikin said, la la There's, We don't know anyone who opposes him. So this is ijma' sukuti. It's a hujjah. Inshallah ta'ala, it's taken. What about if the person can't pay the fidya? And he's not able to. فَإِنْ تَعَذَّرَتْ عَلَيْهِ الْفِدْيَةِ سَقَطَتْ أَمَّا فَإِنَّا تَسْخُطُ عَنْهُ If the man or the woman cannot also pay the fidya, they don't have the money to do it. Then even that ruling gets lifted from them. Ruling gets lifted from them. What about if the person says, you know what, I am not going to give up. I love Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. I want to fast. That's what the person says to himself. He says that to them. The person says that. And they say, I want to burden myself. I'm going to do it. In al maridu. And he burdens himself in doing so. Fasiyamu sahih. His fasting is correct. No one's going to say your fasting is invalid. Ah. No two scholars have differed on this masala amongst themselves. And also, the fidya that we said that he has to give, they don't have to give it. Because they're fasting, right? This is what Ibn Abdul Bar mentioned. Now, let's talk about. Ah, fadal. We're going to come to the pregnant woman. The pregnant woman, the one who's breastfeeding, we're going to come to her. The woman who's pregnant, the question, the question that asked, Khuna Faisal asked a very good question. That he said, what about the woman who is being given birth to one child after the other, back to back, five years? What's her situation? We're going to come to it. Inshallah ta'ala, we're going to talk about that. That's the pregnant woman and the woman who is uh, breastfeeding. We're going to come to it. That's one of the Ahlul A'adhar. Right now, we're specifically talking about Al-Marid the sick one. Now I want to talk about masail, issues related to the sick one. Okay? few masail I want to mention, inshallah ta'ala. Um, this is specifically issues related to the marid and anyone who takes his ruling. What is the amount of food that needs to be given? We just mentioned this. He has to feed the masakeen every day. What is the amount of food? Some of the scholars, they took the opinion that, which is qawlu ba'd al-shafi'iyah, Okay, some of the view of the Shafi'iyah. If you want to look into it, you can look at the Majmu'ah. No, he mentions it, rahimahullah ta'ala. أنه, it is muddun mutlaq sawa'un kana min burrin. It's a the amount is a mud unrestrictedly, whatever the food may be. Whether it's rice, whether it's grain, whether it's barley, whether it's wheat. Whether it's burrun or himtatun or sha'irun, it doesn't matter. And other than that, min qutil balat. Okay? And they based this from that which came from Abdullah ibn Abbas, radiallahu ta'ala, anhuma fil it'am. He just mentioned mud. Okay? He just mentioned mud. Uh, you can find that in the Mushkil al-Athar by Imam al-Tahawi. 
Mood is a, is a measure. It's a measurement. Okay? The mood is a what? It's a measurement. And uh, I have the weight of the mood in my house, inshallah. And I'll show you. So the, the, the kabir, the elderly person, but and the, Ill, the, the sick one, we, we do not expect to get better. Every single day, they give what? They don't, the, the, the sick person and the elderly person, uh, the, they don't have to give qaba because they are unable to. Like, what do they have to do? Like, they have to give the fidya of what we just mentioned. Okay, number two, related to the sick person. What about if the sick person, who we thought is has got a terminal illness, Allah gives them a cure. He was sick. Allah gave him a cure. He got better. He had uh, diabetes. Allahu Akbar. He got better. And he used to give the fidya. Do we say, bring back the fasting now? There was two Ramadans. He was diagnosed with diabetes. They told him he's got diabetes. And then he realized after two Ramadans that he's actually better. He got better from the illness. Yeah. He doesn't have to bring him back, eh? Yeah. No, we say, the fidya he gave will suffice him. And the qada is not upon him. This is the madhab of the Hanabila. Um, because the qa'idah for them is A person is not requested to do something. Is anyone who does an ibadah. And he did what was upon him في وقت وجوبها. And he thought, عليه, and he believed this was what was wajib upon him. تبين, and then it became clear to him after that. Something else. He's not repeat to be requested to do it again. At that time, I did the ibadah that was upon me. That's, that's what the qa'idah is. Ibn Raja mentions this in his qawaid. Very good to go to it. What about if a person has to save a person? You saw someone who was about to drown. You had to save a drowning person. Are you allowed to break your fast? Because you know this is a serious situation. Am I allowed to break my fast in order to save this person? Um, because it requires methyl and energy. I am thirsty. I am tired life. I can't do much to help this person. Am I allowed to drink water in order to help somebody? Okay. Whatever situation it may be, we're talking about in a situation where you have to help somebody's life, but in order to help them, you need to break your fast. Okay? Are you allowed to do it, hey? You're allowed to break your fast. That's important. Okay? MashaAllah. Um, number four. The scholars, they did, this is another mas'ala connected to the ill person. And the scholars, they differed on the the, the, the level of marad, which is permissible for a person to break their fast. 
um, because somebody might come and say, I can't fast, I'm sick. That which seems strongest, Wallah, is anything which a person who's fasting, he's going to find mashaqqa. Uh, and the fasting will increase in the person's pain and the, uh, the situation according to the madhab al-jumhur jumhur uh, ahl-ilm is that the person what is allowed to break their fast because Allah said in the ayah yuridullah bikumu al-yusru wa la yuridu bikumul usru Allah wants ease for you he doesn't want hardship for you al-mas'alatul khamisa the second fifth situation is a person who has al-mihlah al-shaqah a person has a very tough job. My job is tough. I have to commute from one place to another. Simple as, يجب عليه الصيام. يجب عليه الصيام. That person has to fast. Okay? There's no way around that. He has to fast. If he fears for his Left and he's not able to, and he gets he gets sick and he's yeah, and he's not able to do it. Um, and Imam Al Jurri, rahimahullah, did mention uh, as the Imam Al Nawi transmits it, and Sahib Al Furu' transmits it that he did say, yeah, the person man man anyone whose job is very hard, فإن خاف تريفا, he feels that he might pass away or he might faint or he might die from it. After وقضى but if he doesn't feel that way, it's just a job. It's a bit energy and effort you have to do. And this is the call of the fuqaha, he says. What about if the person is, a person is basically fasting, fasting, fasting. He's not sick, but he just one point, he starts feeling like, if I don't eat, I'm worried. Start, I'm starting to lose. <laughs> oh, this is a serious one. The person is eating and they start to become dizzy. Okay? From the, like, they're not eating, so the lack of eating. So they start to feel a bit dizzy and they're worried that this, you know, halak, I'm, I'm, I'm going to lose consciousness. Um, I may not even be able to drive. Uh, I might not be able to walk. I'm, the things are moving. The person is, yani, he's fear, fear for destruction for himself. Then we say to him, This person should break their fast, but he has to bring it back another time. Okay? Based on the ayah, Number two, which one are we going to go to? Ahlul Adar. Hey, who knows from the five that we mentioned? Hey, which one? Al Musafir. Al Marid, we already did. Now we're going to go to Al Musafir, the one who is a traveler. Okay. Is the person who is a traveler, is he allowed to break his fast? Okay. So let's mention some issues related to the one who's traveling. Al Mas'alatul Ula. The one who's traveling, brothers and sisters, has different situations. The person who is fasting, are we all together? He's a musafir. Okay, listen, yeah. He's a what? He's a musafir. Okay, there's a few situations, ahwal situations connected to it. Number one, halatul ula. 
The person who's traveling through his fasting, if he's a traveler, if he fasts, he's gonna he's gonna go through a, a bit of dharar. Uh, There's gonna be a lot of dharar for him. This individual, it is haram for them to fast. It's not allowed. No, I said the traveler is allowed to fast. Yes, I didn't say he can't fast. I said this musafir through his fasting he's harming himself. Yeah, yeah. If a musafir if he fasts it's haram for him to fast. And this issue is لما أخرجه البخاري ومسلم من حديث جابر بن عبد الله رضي الله تعالى عنه the حديث جابر which the Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم he said فرأى رجالا the Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم he saw uh, men and he saw uh, no فرأى النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم زحاما ورجالا he saw he saw a bit of crowd somewhere and a man يعني a crowd there was a man lying down and there was a crowd around him Okay, uh, and so the narration mentions uh, they made a, they were making a a, a a shade for him, and the Prophet simply said, What is this? They said, Then the Prophet said his famous statement, This is not from goodness, this is bad. to fast in this situation. This man was weak and da'if. So that situation is not allowed. Also the hadith of Jabir, and Rasulullah that narration, في رمضان فصام, فصام the Prophet fasted حتى بلغ قراء الغمين. صح? The Prophet fasted. فصام الناس the people fasted. ثم دعا بقدح من Ma'in, the Prophet requested for water, the cup of water. Hatta nadar al-nasu ilayhi thumma shariba the Prophet drank it. Faqeela lahu ba'da dhalik. They said to him, inna ba'da al-nasi qad sa'ma, some of the people are fasting. And then he said, ulaika al-usat, ulaika al-usat. Those people who are fasting are the sinners, they are the sinners. So all of these narrations where the Prophet doesn't allow fasting for the traveler is for who? الصائم المسافر الذي يلحقه ضرر the prophet came to that place that was the name of the place because some of the riwayat ulaik al-usat ulaik al-usat when the prophet said it a riwayat actually mentions فقيل له إن الناس قد شق عليهم الصيام another riwayat mentioned that some of the people the fasting is very tough on them Okay, and the Prophet وسلم, he mentions the second situation for the traveler is he's a traveler there's a bit of hardship in his fasting there's no harm he's not going to harm himself it's a bit hard but there's no harm Ibrahim this is what we say you can fast, it's not haram but it's not liked. It's disliked. Number three. The fasting 
and the fitr are the same for this person. That which is apparent is that the fasting is more virtuous for him. This is the manhab of Anis ibn Malik, Uthman ibn Asim. And it's also the qawlul jumhur in this issue. Some of the ulama they say, depending on what person and what situation that person is in, it is the case. And this is based on ma akhrajahu shaykhan bin hadith abi darda radiyallahu ta'ala anhu where he said kharajna ma'an nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam went out with the prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam fi ba'd asfarihi fi yawmin it was a day, right? We went out that day harun, it was a very what? Ibrahim, it was a what? yawmun harun hatta what does the narration mention Ibrahim? hatta Ibrahim is not paying attention until the man places his hand on what? His head. And then what? Because of the hotness, the heat was so, it was hitting their heads. Here's Abdullah ibn Rawaha radiallahu ta'ala anhu. Correct, Good. And what does the Prophet show here? Who is fasting here? Hmm? Abdullah ibn Rawaha. Some of the scholars they took from this, they said, فَهَذَا فِعْلُ النَّبِي صَلَى اللَّهِ عَلَيْهِ وَفِعْلُهُ أَفْضَلُ the Prophet doesn't do except that which is complete. So the other Sahabas didn't fast because the narration did, did mention He put his hand on his head. The heat was too, too much. The heat was what? It was excessive. But the Prophet chose to fast in that situation. Um, and even the riwayah of Abi Sa'id al-Khudri does mention وَجَابِ رَضِيَ اللَّهُ تَعَالَى عَنْهُمَا May Allah be pleased with both of them. قَالَ They said, خَرَجَ مَعَ رَسُولِ اللَّهِ صَلَى اللَّهِ وَسَلَمَا فَيَصُومُ الصَّائِمُ وَيُفْطِرُ الْمُفْطِرُ فَلَا يَعِيبُ بَعْضُهُمْ عَلَى بَعْضٍ They wouldn't say, you are bad and you're not good. It wasn't. Because a sawmu fi safar is a ruqsa, right? Why is it better to fast? Because أَسْرَعُ فِي it's, it's better from the scholars who say it's better because it's the quickest way to what? Free yourself from what? From an obligation, right? And it is And it's also easier when you fast with the, with the people. Um, another mas'ala related to the traveler. Another related issue, which is He's a resident. Then he traveled. So you were fasting Duhur, Paisan. Duhur, you're on the airplane, Emirates flight, heading towards London. You're on the flight now, sitting on your chair. You were a muqim, you were a resident. You started your fasting normally. Now you are on the plane, Faisal. You're on the plane right now. You're sitting in your chair. Are you in the situation? What do you do? Are you allowed to break your fast or are you not? Like, what do you think? Hmm? You 
you can break your fast another time ibrahim said arwajih in it is what you hatim what do you think you, you think you, you can break your fast yeah yeah what do you think you break so it's mahalu ijma all of the scholars here yeah اتفق العلماء. The scholars agreed here, yeah, صح؟ had had to you break it, right? You keep it. Oh, we have a khilaf. Hatim said no, yeah. I said don't You don't break your fast, or you're not allowed to break your fast. Okay, so Hatim doesn't agree. So that which is strong is أن له الفطر. You can't break your fast. You're allowed to. And this is the madhab of Ahmed and it's haq. Why? لأن السفرة مبيح للفطر. And there's a difference between رافع على مبيح. المسألة الثالثة, the third مسألة, which is متى يفطر الصائم الذي يريد السفر. When does the person who who's fasting, who is a traveler, when can he break his fast? Is it once he leaves his village or in his house? I'm a traveler. Door, I know I'm going to be traveling. Am I allowed to break my fast while I'm in my house? Yeah? Al-Rajih fi al-Mas'ala, the strongest opinion is anna lahu al-fitr fi manzilihi in his house. And this is the qawlu ba'd ahli al-ilm. And this is based on what? That, that which Muhammad ibn Ka'b in al-Quradi أنه قال هي سد أتيت أنس بن مالك في رمضان. I came to Anas bin Malik in Ramadan. وهو يريد سفرا. And what did he want? He wanted to travel. I want to pay attention here. And what did he say? وقد رحلت له راحلته. They prepared his riding beast for him. وليس هي. وليس هي بالسفر. He wasn't wearing the clothing of his travel. فدعا هي بطعام إبراهيم. فأكل هي أيت. فقلت له عيستهم السنة. يعني is this sunnah what you just did? He said sunnah. ثم ركب ترمذي narrated this وحسنه ترمذي graded it to be hasan. So Anas bin Malik did it from his own house even before he he embarked on it. صح. We all together brothers. Also ترمذي mentioned he said وقد ذهب بعض أهل العلم إلى هذا الحديث. This hadith a number of scholars took it. وقالوا and they said للمس للمسافر أن يفطر في بيته. قبل أن يخرج وليس له أيقصر الصلاة حتى يخرج من جدار المدينة أو القرية وهو قول إسحاق بن إبراهيم الحنظري يعني إسحاق بن راهوية so based on this hadith عمل عمل بعضها العلم some of the scholars acted upon this hadith we will take about this okay أهلا but like in the shortening of the prayer is different. The shortening, you have to leave the village or the city. Hey? He's entitled. Okay. Yeah. All right. Would it be at the time Yes, 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 yes. That's that's the, like, for example, I started uh, last year. Yes. 
Yes. Yeah. A lot, it will be based on sighting of the moon, wherever you see the moon. Sunset. So while it's on your plane, yeah. if you see the sunset, you break it then. That's it. Okay, we're going to conclude with the last mas'ala here, inshallah ta'ala. Al-mas'alatul rabi'ah. The last mas'ala regarding the musafir. This chapter is a bit long. We're going to break it into two, inshallah ta'ala. Al-mas'alatul rabi'ah. If a person, qadima musafirun ila baladin, athna'a nahari ramadan, wa huwa muftilun, ma'la yajibu alayhi. A person comes from a journey to a land daytime of Ramadan. So I was on the plane, I was, I was not fasting. I came to a city where the people are fasting and it's daytime. It's not still yet. Huh? It's not time for iftar. What is upon me? What is obligatory upon me? There is no dispute amongst the scholars and people of knowledge that you have to bring it back. And scholars, more than one scholar had transmitted Ijma'a like Ibn al-Mudra, Ibn al-Qudam and others, that you have to bring back that fasting. But what is the khilaf? The khilaf here is fi wujub al-imsaki ali. Do I have to withhold from the fasting? That's what it means. The issue, that we have to understand mawtinu al-khilaf, mawdu'u al-khilaf. No one's discussing the issue of al-qadha. Of course you have to bring it back. You've not fasted that day. The mahalul niza' is what? Wujub al-imsak. Do I still have to withhold? Even I'm not fasting. Warajah in the mas'ala is that it's not obligatory for you to withhold. This is the call of Malik and Shafi'i and a riwayah of Ahmed. And it's also based on that which Ibn Abi Shayba narrated Fi Al Musafir, who comes at the beginning of the day in Ramadan, that Abdullah ibn Mas'ud he said, Man akala awal al nahar, faliakul akhirah. Anyone who ate in the beginning of the day, Man akala fi awal al nahar. That's not a problem. Uh, and that's, that Athar shows uh, Ibn Mas'ud. And also the issue of ijab. Yani forcing a person to do qada and imsak. There's two ibadahs that you're telling the person to do. This is mukhaliful liqawa'id al-sharh. Okay? Now this goes against qawa'id al-sharh. Which is why? The musafir who is the one who permitted for him to break his fast? It is Allah Ta'ala. The Musafir who allowed him to break his fast, Allah Ta'ala. Ta'ala. You can carry on. Why? Why not? There's no evidence to say withhold. There's actually no evidence to support that argument. Okay? And Allah knows best, inshaAllah Ta'ala. Uh, we're going to go to you know next session inshallah ta'ala al-ha'idhi wal-nufasa which is going to be what the third the, the third group of ahlul a'dhar inshallah ta'ala anything I might have said that was wrong or incorrect is from me and shaitan and Allah and his messenger are both free from it subhanakallahumma bihamdihi ashadu wa la ilaha illallah astaghfiruka wa atubu ilayhi